0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.
1: Now, uh, Kathleen McNamee, digital producer with Off the Ball and host of the Coy Gig podcast, joins me now to talk sport. Uh, Kathleen, good morning. Morning, Pat. Now we expected to be beaten by France, and it was fairly comprehensive. Even though the scoreline only says two 0
0: yeah, they definitely could have scored a lot more goals against us. I feel like they they knew they had the upper hand and were just waiting for the moment. And especially once the Tuchemani goal went in. It was a pretty stunning strike, you have to say. Yeah. Now the Irish players definitely could have closed them down a lot quicker. Um, but it w- there was nothing really Bizzouna could have done about it. But I think once they got that goal, it didn't really feel like they'd actually turn the screw on us at any point. And yeah. if they did that, it could have been five, six... So
1: then they go in for half time, and you'd expect our guys uh, to come out with fire in their bellies because they've got 45 minutes down and they're only one down and you never know.
0: You never know, but also then Marcus Theron pops up and it's another goal. And also the the issue with this team is that like for some reason we just cannot defend long-range goals and it's just been a constant, constant problem. And I do understand that like, you know, players like Griezmann and Mbappe, like you don't want to be giving them space in and around the box because they will just dink and drive all around you and you'll be left spinning but at the same time you also can't leave players with the absolute skill of some of the French squad that far out with no one on them. Um, I did think players like Shane Duffy who hasn't played for quite a long time in an Irish jersey like I think he did incredibly well all things considered and yeah. his head saved us on several occasions as it often does but uh, yeah it, it put so much pressure on this game on Sunday and we mm. knew that was going to be the case but I suppose you would have kind of hoped that maybe there was at least uh, it looked like maybe we could have scored. I thought Ogbené We had we'd
1: one opportunity. We did have
0: one opportunity and I thought there was a couple of times where we did break with the ball and if we had just had a little bit of confidence in ourselves or maybe there's also the other side of this and maybe this is just a team that doesn't have these sort of shots in them. If we just taken the shots a little bit earlier it could have been a case where maybe the goalkeeper would have parried it away and maybe it would have fallen someone else or maybe it would have gone in the net. Who knows? But it just felt like the team wasn't confident in that. So,
1: yeah. But, you know, dealing with the best team in the world perhaps, you know, with a, a host of stars... Uh, it's kind of intimidating for Andy no matter how much self-confidence you have going out
0: Oh massively I mean you look at what they have achieved in the last couple of months with the World Cup and I think you know whenever they were doing the national anthems and they were kind of like going along the team and you see like Griezmann, Mbappé, Dembele, Rabio, <laughs> you know Tukumane all these like massive names across European football you're just like okay well maybe maybe we are going to struggle a little bit
1: I mean it could have been 6-1 given the opportunities that were there but not taken like Mbappé Uh, two opportunities right in front of goal yeah and Coleman
0: as well had a good one towards the end of the game
1: and we had the chance maybe of one um, but it could have been a lot worse because the Dutch lost badly in France
0: yeah they did lose badly now they did have quite a good result against Greece last night which doesn't really fare all that well for us going into Sunday but um, I think you know we performed quite well against France in the first game but that was also a home game so I think what Stephen Kenny needs to do now is like look at whatever it was the team was able to channel from that home crowd home atmosphere and put it into Sunday because lose that and yeah. all hope is lost.
1: And I was thinking watching them at the end and the shoulders were down but also their um, their jerseys were completely uh, damp with sweat. Oh. The, the, the amount that that takes out of the body and then you've got to turn it round and perform again three days later. You know? Yeah,
0: the heat is absolutely... Immense in France at the moment. Uh, we had Nathan Murphy and Ashley O'Reilly. Actually, we were just chatting to her on off the ball. She's over there for the Rugby World Cup, and I think it's about ten o'clock there now. And she was saying it's already over thirty-five degrees. It's really, really humid. It's like it's such a tough thing, and like these players aren't used to playing in that sort of heat either. I know they went to that warm weather camp in Turkey just before the Greece game, but then the Greece game turned to be a storm yeah. a couple of hours before kickoff. So, yeah, that's going to be very, very hard for them to adjust coming back. Although we have the weather as well now, so. Maybe they should be <laughs> Have warm weather it.
1: training here instead yeah. <laughs> of there. Um, now, uh, the Rugby World Cup starts uh, tonight and uh, Ireland play tomorrow in Bordeaux. They're uh, taking on Romania. Johnny Sexton uh, to captain the team. Um, you don't want to take anything for granted. But people are saying, well, Romania, just that's a given.
0: Yeah, you don't want to take anything for granted and a lot of the talk around is that there's going to be about a 65-point spread and we were kind of talking a bit about it this morning. You know, what is, what's a disappointment for Ireland tomorrow for me if they lose a player or if someone gets badly injured that's the main thing that's concerning but also the amount of points we score is really going to matter in the latter stages of the competition because say I don't know we lose to South Africa or we lose to Scotland and then they lose to each other those points are really really going to matter when it comes to those final stages especially depending on who we feel like we want in the quarterfinals um so yeah it's going to it's going to be an interesting one obviously It'd be interesting how Johnny Sexton is faring. He hasn't played in such a long time. Um, you know, is he going to be fully up to match fitness? How hard is he going to go? How many minutes is he going to play? There was a whole conversation about the fact that um Jack Crowley was picked on the bench over Ross Byrne Andy Farrell was saying yesterday that he just offers different skills off the bench, and also the fact that they're trying to manage minutes because we had the sure. Tonga game coming up too.
1: Yeah, now Jack Conan, Dan Sheen, and Dave Kilcoyne will not be playing uh, due to injuries. It may be, though, that uh, he doesn't feel he needs them. So another week of rehab and so on uh, makes it better.
0: Yeah, definitely. And like you even look at the likes of Matt Hansen as well. You know, Andy Farrell said yesterday he's he's not injured or anything. It's just a case of managing minutes for different people. So I think that's going to be interesting in the opening few games. And then once the it'll really ramp up against South Africa and Scotland.
1: Now, um, a potential honour for Casey McCabe.
0: Yes, she has been nominated for the Ballon d'Or, the first ever Irish woman to be nominated for it and the first Irish player since Keane in 2000. So it's been 23 years since we last had a player at this quality. Um, totally deserves it. I mean, she captained Arsenal this year when they lost Leah Williamson, Kim Little, Beth Mead, all those top players... Got them to the Champions League. She made it into the Champions League team of the season. Obviously led the team to the World Cup, scored Ireland's first ever goal at the World Cup. And just one of these really versatile players that I think because she is so versatile, she possibly doesn't get the credit she deserves when it comes to those major yeah. honours. So
1: There was a lot of muttering after um, the the last game when she went over to Vera Powell and, and looked for uh, someone to be taken off. Um, who turned out to be the most energetic player on the pitch mm. in terms of metres
0: Well, meters Mira said covered. that's who she asked for. We, we don't know for certain who it was. But, <laughs> but
1: she said that uh, they had a frank conversation and they've ended up pals. There's no, there's no issue there. So uh, we have to look elsewhere. And we found it uh, in the suits in the FAI for... The villains of the piece.
0: Yeah, exactly. the The narrative has changed massively towards the FAI in the last couple of weeks. I look like I think Katie and Vera have always had quite a frank and open relationship. That's why I didn't think it was that big a deal that Katie, in the first place, went over and was like, you know, need fresh legs. It was everything that happened afterwards that yeah, kind of snowballed. And then you look back
1: on that uh, with the the wisdom of maybe tainted hindsight, and you you interpreted a, a, a different way. And finally, the golf and. Uh, The Irish Challenge is still there.
0: Yeah, it is still there. Um, Shane Lowry's, it's actually his best opening round in almost three months. So he... Was there for the opening day? Two bogeys in the final three holes, which weren't great, but he had a promising four under sixty-eight. Um, he's not teeing off today again until about ten to one, and it's his brightest start since the first day sixty-four at the Travelers Championship in June. Um, so it's currently Sharma of India who leads. He's eight under par, uh, but he is one under par so far for today. And then we also have Borghardt, who's struggling a little bit alongside his playing partner Tom McKibben uh, He's one over seventy-three. And then McElroy is on three under par. So I think McIlroy looked like he was struggling more, but still managed to finish only just one shot in the difference between Shane Lowry. So it'll be interesting to see how they manage to get mm-hmm. on today.
1: Um, a question from a Colin, a listener. How on earth is France versus New, Zeal- is New Zealand the first Game in the Rugby World Cup. It should be the final.
0: I know it's pretty exciting opener. I mean, with the way the draw is worked out, I think everyone has been complaining about the fixtures and the way the draw is set. Um, But I'm also very, very excited to watch it tonight.
1: Very good. Uh, Thank you very much, Kathleen McNamee from Off the Ball. The
0: Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.